0: gracious hosts, unique lodging and tasty cuisine. New Mexico bed and breakfasts are New Mexico true. Our innkeepers are as special as New Mexico and we're sharing their stories. Read about them and plan your trip at nmbba.org. Hey everybody. Welcome to Big Glen Radio Second Thursday New Mexico Show. We love to focus on New Mexico. It is just one of those unique states in our country. And on this show, we always talk about travel. We talk about food, events, lodgings, and um, of course, we're going to talk about lodgings because this is our show with the New Mexico Bed and Breakfast Association. And let me tell you, Nancy and I travel the country full time, and it, a lot of times we're pet sitting, but a lot of times if we're staying somewhere. It's going to be an independent hotel majority of the time or a bed and breakfast. And we stayed in over 30 in two years. So seriously, we, we love our bed and breakfast. The innkeepers know their surroundings so well. And they are like your visitor, you know, their, your visitor guide, your travel guide when you go there. Um, so anyone going to New Mexico, go to this website, Nm bba.org that stands for the new mexico bed and breakfast association and we do this show every second thursday so you can keep up with us at bigblendradio.com but today because it's fall we're going to be looking ahead to winter, because so you have some time to plan. We're going to talk about winter in New Mexico, and we've got two awesome innkeepers joining us. We have Darlene Capshaw. She was on our show a few months ago in the summer. She is from Red Horse Bed and Breakfast, which is an actual working farm in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and I encourage you to go to her website, redhorsebnb.com. Welcome back, Darlene. How are you?
1: you. I am doing great. Enjoying
0: Good the Good to pool. have I know it's fall season but getting into winter and I think winters a really it see I think a lot of people may think New Mexico is like you know when we lived in Arizona everyone thought we lived like in the Sahara desert with some gumby cactus I think that a lot of people may think that about New Mexico and will be surprised to find out how diverse this beautiful land of enchantment is you know in regards to there's snow there's desert there's a little bit of everything so glad to have you on the show and also. Welcome Ryan Miller, uh, he and his wife, are on the Bobcat Inn. Now, we love the name, right? We, gotta, we love Bobcats. It's an adobe Pueblo-style lodging destination in Santa Fe, and I encourage you to go to their website, bobcatinn.com. Welcome to the show. Ryan, how are you?
2: Thank you. I appreciate it, Lisa.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm looking forward to talking to everybody.
0: Yeah, and your inn looks beautiful. In fact, you've it already really got does. the fall it's... colors with it being adobe, right?
2: <laughs> definitely. Definitely. We're ready.
0: It, that's, sure. I always say that about New Mexico, you always have those blue skies, and then you've got all the different colors of earth, you know, like the, you know, dirt, you've got red dirt in some areas, you've got the Pueblo. So I think you guys actually have fall year round in a way. I know it gets. Skies warm.
2: never disappoint here in New Mexico.
0: Oh, man. Mm. Now, Ryan, are you from New Mexico?
2: No, I'm originally from Pennsylvania and I moved out to New oh, Mexico nice. about 12 years ago.
0: Ah, so what drew you there to New Mexico? Just the uh,
2: the climate, the people, the culture, um, getting away from humidity from back on the East Coast and <laughs> getting immersed in the more, uh, the culture here in New Mexico and in specifically Santa Fe is just a much better way of life to us than it is, uh, than it was for us before.
0: I just want to say we're talking about winter, okay, so when you compare Pennsylvania winters to Santa Fe, um, when you see snow and it's that dusting, you don't really worry about oh the shovel and the blowers here. and the it's, yeah
2: yeah snow is nothing here. It's gone by 5 p.m. usually, and when it does stay, it's gone within a day or two. But it's just beautiful and makes the uh, mountains just look amazing.
0: Oh man! And you know what nice. I love is I I know Albuquerque. You have the Pueblos too, and Uh, You know, there's something about winter in the Southwest and New Mexico, you guys really do it well, is having those luminarias all lit up. Does that happen in Albuquerque, Darlene?
1: It does. It's a tradition at Christmas time and uh, they take bus tours. The city organizes bus tours through it and you can walk as well. That's really a nice way to see it. But Old Town and a lot of the more historic neighborhoods do that. And then mm-hmm. we support a lot of a lot of businesses support the scouts who will come and set them up for you and it's just beautiful. Nice. We'll light them on christmas eve and then again on new year's eve and a lot mm-hmm. of them. oh and
0: we should say luminaries they're like they're candles and like a little they baggy are. thing
1: are and and they're known by two different names so there's the farolitos, oh. which really are the bags with the sand and the candle Then we also call them luminarias, but then the tradition of the luminaria is really more like a little mini bonfire. So um, they're interchangeable. People know what you're talking Mm -hmm. about when you ask about them. So they're beautiful. Uh
2: Do you you have those in
0: Santa Fe, right? Yeah.
2: If you want to see a real luminaria bonfire, come to the New Year's Eve celebration in Santa Fe. We actually have them all around the plaza for New Year's Eve. And that's the real traditional, Luminarias, which are the little bonfires, but outside of New Mexico, they're known as luminarias in general. Yeah. Hmm. And then all
1: the businesses like the hospitals and places, they have the electric luminarias up on top. I think that's kind of cheating a little bit, but it's still beautiful. <laughs> hey, it's
0: cool though. <laughs> well, but this is what's interesting about New Mexico and, and the culture. I mean, it's such diverse culture, Spanish, you got Mexican, you got Native American, you've got settlers, you got everybody in there, right? but when you think about like there's a day of the dead ceremonies too which i know in tucson when we lived there that was you know people would look at us like what are you doing celebrating death i'm like because it's cool like it's it's <laughs> i didn't mean it that way but, and that sounded terrible but it, it's because cold. you are celebrating life it's it's a beautiful um it's beautiful it's a beautiful way to remember i mean and mm-hmm. we've been in parades where i mean and just uh, you call it ofrendas? Uh, am I going to say where I'm going to get myself in trouble? I shouldn't even say anything. Well,
1: to save you from that, one of the things. Thank you. <laughs> and, and I'm sure you had it in Tucson, too, is the Posada. It's the mm. pilgrimage going from house to house the nine days mm. before Christmas. And, and you're celebrating family, and you're celebrating life, and you're celebrating light and, and food. And and that's really a beautiful cultural it's, I think, mostly New Mexican, but uh, other Mm -hmm. Hispanic communities, Mexican, Spanish communities will have that as well,
0: Mm -hmm. but that's
1: a really neat way to celebrate
0: life also. Mm -hmm. Nice. Do you have any celebrations that happen, like, you know, with that in Santa Fe?
2: Yes, um, we have the Canyon Road uh, Faralito Walk, um, and that's a walk up Canyon Road that's done on Christmas Eve, and uh, it's really beautiful. You can stop in galleries, get some nice hot cider as you're walking up. It's just mobbed with uh, tons and tons of people, and uh, it's it's but it's beautiful. But then we have one that's a little off the beaten path in Pecos, New Mexico, about fifteen minutes, right. twenty minutes south. That's the La Posadas and Faralito Walk, and uh, they they walk and there's probably three to four thousand Faralitos on the walk wow. and it goes to the chapel at the um in Pecos, right near the pecos national monument and uh it's kind of fun and it's just to represent the journey of uh of our wise men and for joseph and mary getting to uh, bethlehem and seeking shelter that's what uh it's it's really cool it's really pretty a lot less people there they have the true reenactment of donkeys and everything like that. It's just not quite as mild as uh, downtown. And we've had a lot of guests that have went to it and just loved it. It is a little bit of a walk, but they just loved it just because it was a little more quiet. And it's in the middle of like the woods and you can have fun. You're not you know, you don't have the traffic and, uh, but Canyon Road, I can't discount that. I mean, some of these galleries put on amazing light shows. Some of them have laser light shows on Canyon Road for the walk and so on. We, I mean, we have Faralitos everywhere in town, just like, just like Albuquerque does. And um, Taos does it up amazingly too. You know, you drive up in Taos at Christmas time and there's just it's beautiful driving up there at night. Um, in even Las Vegas, New Mexico has beautiful um, feralitos all over the place. And I agree, it's it might might be a little cheating to have the electric, but it's so pretty to see them on top so of all pretty. the big buildings and in uh, yeah. the hospital. The the hospitals all all over New Mexico, the hospitals do it right. They just they all just go all out and their whole building, all their buildings are just lined with it, and it's just beautiful. And then wow. in Santa Fe, and I'm pretty sure in Albuquerque, from what I've seen. Just the, uh, all the state government, local government buildings do it. It's just something we, we do up well in New Mexico.
1: Cool. Yeah. It's easy nice. to do because with all of the Adobe style buildings that have the flat roofs and it's mm. easy all the different mm. layers and tiers of flat roofs and so it's it, it's just so natural and it's pretty, and it's not the commercial bright neon light in your face. You can, I think, really um, just sit, let it sink in more. Mm. That's part of the nature of New Mexico. I, it, I think Ryan, you'd agree that it's it's, oh, it's your yeah. life and it's it's just beautiful and, and you get to actually enjoy what you're surrounded by. Oh, I sure. think the
0: light, and then when you have snow, it's really magic, you know, to have a little snow with the luminarias. See, oh, I'm listen. still not saying it right. I'll get there. <laughs> I <laughs> obviously need to come back. And even though I was thinking about the Day of the Dead, that's still a fall thing. I'm still stuck in fall, but we'll yeah. get there. We'll get there. Well, you know. This is- the- Go ahead, Brian.
2: Uh, oh, I was going to say on the Day of the Dead, uh, no. Uh, Supposed to be this year, but next for sure next year, Santa Fe is going to have the first uh, De, De Los Martis, uh celebration on the plaza with a glow parade and everything like that. Um, oh, cool! We're, we're planning on doing it this year, but it looks like it's going to start next year. And um, so that's going to be done up really cool. And that's going to be right around Halloween, but uh, that'll be the kickoff for the holidays here.
0: Cool. Oh, good wow. planning for, Go for the future. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. I want to touch a little bit on, on both of your your ends. Darlene, you've been on the show before, but you're an actual working farm, which I think is a very unique thing for people to stay at a bed and breakfast that is a working farm. So, you know, you wake up to cock-a-doodle-doo in the morning, right? <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so, yep, Eggs from good. the chickens, vegetables that come out of the garden, fruit. Right now we're serving our grape juice that we're pressing and our apples and- Wow. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a delicious experience, of course, but it's a, you know, but Christmas is so much fun when you're talking about food, when you go towards the holidays and, and there are the foods in New Mexico, that I'm sure Ryan's also gonna bring up that are traditional. But for us, because we're a farm, we're also very much on a heritage farm, even though I was born here in New Mexico, the, my heritage is Swedish and German. And so my one daughter makes St. Lucia buns for Christmas and that's the recipe yep. I'll share with you. And it's a cool. uh, talk about light. The girl comes in with candles on her head and she brings the buns to the parents and for Christmas morning. Nice. And Aww. that's a neat tradition. So we do mm. a lot of, uh, we weave a lot of our heritage into our New Mexico um, home. And we, and we make German bierocks, and that's a part of our foods uh cool. our main for christmas is our lights uh, we're a little southwestern mini biltmore in the sense that <laughs> we in every room that's and awesome we do a white christmas celebration a reenactment mm-hmm. and people come dressed up as their favorite character and
0: at, at the end this is at the end
1: yeah this yeah. is so
0: cool now do you that's awesome like, so what happens at the actual you know the the garden itself are you do you preserve things throughout the year so in winter you have all the yummies yep
1: we've canned up carrots and bell peppers and jams and jellies and syrups and and corn yeah just about everything that we can can we do we'll do potatoes (laughs) yeah everything we can can uh we can can (laughs) large large jars that a concentrate so that we can reconstitute it all the winter if it's a juice um we wow. normally we just made relish right now i have sauerkraut fermenting oh I wow hope. <laughs> we're gonna find out in two weeks
0: <laughs> oh wow
1: it might become chicken food i don't know yet
0: well that's that's uh-huh. always a, the, the thing hey chickens do eat just about everything i'm learning
1: <laughs> yeah except they don't like citrus
0: yeah, no they like tomatoes in fact i saw them fight and chase each other over tomatoes oh, so funny you know we're by the way we're all on a farm right now that's what i'm talking about it but i keep thinking mm-hmm. about you all because we've been harvesting peppers and playing with peppers and and learning now, not to rub you your mean, eyes do you mean bell peppers or chili no pepper? no uh, cayenne and serrano and frisco mm-hmm. and jalapeno and um it and it's this balance of like when to pick them you know to, and then dry them and so i've been learning how to do all of that and that's a it's it's cool to learn and um just don't rub your eyes do not rub that's your right. eyes even if you just pet a cat you don't rub your eyes you do not do it um it does hurt but it it's so cool cuz we've been talking about new mexico food this is the danger about this monthly show with you guys at the new mexico but in breakfast association as we walk around absolutely drooling and hungry you know during and after so but that's fine uh right let's well, go over to you yeah. in santa fe with your inn. uh so it's pueblo mm. style i mean this is how many rooms do you have because all i just got all stuck in your photos i'm like we need to go check this out it's so we
2: have eight rooms um mm. and we have six in our main inn and we have two in our casita and the uh, casita's on site here and uh you got by the way you guys have to get some hatch Chili uh, seeds to grow some Hatch chilies next year. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we got to send you some Hatch chilies. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel I feel like I uh, I I, do, I could do a lot more in a day with um, and all of the stuff that Darlene does here. But uh, <laughs> I'm just uh, I'm I'm amazingly. She's impressed. a
0: workhorse.
1: I didn't. Uh, she I is. But I had
2: amazing. to.
1: <laughs> I need internet help though. <laughs> uh,
0: Darlene well, yeah,
2: Darlene always card. amazed me. That's every time I've met her, but. Um, I'm actually a beekeeper, so and my wife oh. is a beekeeper in training, and um, we have twenty-five beehives uh, surrounding wow. the area, uh, some of the property. So we do um, for we do harvest our own honey. We have about two hundred gallons or two hundred pounds that need to be uh, extracted right now, and probably about another hundred that's going to be coming. Wow. Uh, the name of our uh, of our honey of our honey is called Seven K Honey because we're at seventy-three hundred feet here. So uh, we do use the honey in our um, in our cooking all year oh. round. Um, we also use honey from other beekeepers in the area that has different flavors. Cause I like to infuse different honeys in, uh, in, in different, uh, dishes that we make here. Uh, like in the holidays, mm-hmm. we make a lot of, um, we make a lot of dishes that would make sense for the holidays, like uh, cranberry French toast, um, yeah. some other casseroles that lend themselves to the holidays. I come from uh, more English, but I've cooked a lot of, um, Pennsylvania Dutch, which is German food. So I bring a lot of influences in my cooking from that that um, little, little things here and there that you don't, you don't see. And, uh, but everybody's always got fresh baked goods. We have a um, professional baker uh, on property. My father-in-law is a professional baker of 40 years, wow. 40 plus years. So he bakes every day for the inn. Um, bakes wow. in the door. So everybody's got fresh baked pastries and breads. And I'm glad I eat gluten-free because I would be about three times the size. You'd have to roll me out the door if I, because uh, I do have a sweet. <laughs> Yeah, and I um know, but we do so um it's his breads and pastries and all his uh baked goods are just amazing he makes scones and um he yeah. makes um are state cookie i'm sure you guys have biscottos mm-hmm. down red horse um are the state cookie of new mexico it's a butter cookie with cinnamon and
0: uh anise is, and sugar. Yeah, they're Ooh.
2: good it's good Yum. and then um and then we de- we decorate the end we have lights we have lights in a lot of different trees throughout the, um, throughout the property, because we, we, we have a, you know, a little bit bigger property than most uh, b in the Santa Fe area. Um, so we have um, trees throughout the property that we have lights in and little lights mm-hmm. here, little lights there. We have tin, tin, uh, the tall tin trees, the hand-punched tin oh, trees. Oh, that's right, because of all Mexico. the tin in New Mexico,
0: too, like the Milagros yeah. and all so of we,
2: yeah. So we have those, and um, you know, we 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 decorate it up right, and uh, we even do the elf on the shelf for the kids because you, you got to have a little something for the kids.
0: Okay, wait, you said yeah. kids, and then I noticed, listen, that you guys are pet, pet friendly, which is rare to find at so a bed and breakfast. But you have pet, you have like a. We have we have, have your like own- a shelter going on. <laughs> you don't kennel of dogs. We are
2: foster failures. Uh so to speak. So um we have, we have dogs, almost all of them are black. That's a we have a weak spot for black dogs and the whole black dog syndrome. Um but we um we are pet friendly. Uh, most of our rooms except for one hallway that's hypoallergenic for people. Um all the rooms are pet friendly. Um dogs specifically, I'm actually allergic to cats, but um dogs and um and we're kid friendly for kids above like six because we do have a five foot um koi pond with a waterfall on the property and we don't want little kids oh
1: wow nice wandering
2: off there but um it's, uh, it, it's really fun. Christmas is always fun here because everybody's just going to all these different events and doing all different things. And, uh, and I get a little more creative. I'm the one that does the cooking every day. And, uh, I get a little more creative with, uh, with food during the uh, holidays. And, uh, I try to bring in some of my, some of my cooking background, but I also try to stay true to all the New Mexico, uh, culinary needs and wants and culinary stuff. And, uh, I wish we had a garden and everything like that, but we have a lot of wildlife here that would just eat the crap out of everything. <laughs> but you have bees, and uh, I wanted to
0: touch uh, touch on the bees real quick because yeah. I know there's listeners that may go, oh my God, I'm going to get attacked by bees if I go to the inn. And so oh. I really thought I should touch on that because, well, no, you know what I mean? That, that people go, oh, I'm allergic to a bee sting or can I get... And we've <laughs> stayed on farms you know, as we travel and do B&Bs too that have... It. Nancy's allergic to bees, and right now we have bee... Boxes all over and surrounding us, and and we're fine. So I I just wanted to bring that up that I want people to know they're okay.
2: Yeah, this is my seventh year of beekeeping. I get stung a couple times a year just because I'm in hives. But I mean, I'm in hives every week, and I get stung a couple times a year. But I'm in them, but I never get Mm -hmm. stung when I'm more than ten feet away from the hives. The bees, there's nothing for them to really go after near the inn and our areas where all the guests are. So bees just they just, they, they they, they don't, just they're they not really social animals with people they're social with themselves so yeah they're
0: not they're not really aggressive like when we lived in africa those bees were a little tiny bit aggressive
2: they're compared, africanized bees yeah. yeah africanized bees are the most aggressive one of the most aggressive yeah. in the world
0: they that they, they were something like uh oh you're in trouble but here you know i can walk by these hives i just don't go like oh. close to them because I'm not stupid,
2: you know? I mean, <laughs> just for example, and I'm gonna talk about Albuquerque for here for a minute, Darlene, but hmm. Las Palomas has several beehives on the property and they have a bee house where you can go in and get relaxation therapy with bees all surrounding you, it, not in no the room. But wow. their bees are closer to their public area at Las Palomas, And I've been there a couple of times and I've I, the most I've seen is bees foraging on lavender flowers. So, you know, hmm. it, so bees really are, they're really social animals and people just mistake bee hornets and wasps for bees. It's two different, you know, hornets and wasps,
0: flies and bees. flies and bees. That's and the flies, other thing. flies, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. And there's
0: a lot of flies that look like bees and vice versa. And we've yeah. done this. Well, because we're on a whole thing. We need to take care of our bees across this country, okay. especially yeah. for farmers. You know, bees Absolutely. are everything for our food yes. source and and fl- flower. I mean, eat them like uh device st- we'll have a bee show just now so I- i'll stop but
2: <laughs> yeah no, no, grandfather I mean, where, was, was a beekeeper
0: i go I, so. I mean i photograph all of them and one time i mean all half of what i thought i was photographing i thought they were bees no they're flies or this and then where's our native bees and the, i mean it just it, it's a very it's a whole other show and we've done them and mm-hmm. and i i geek out of them but it's so cool to do it's and cool. i think it's you having them on the property is important so people understand the importance of bees and having them and Mm -hmm. um, also localized honey is so good for you too. So Darlene, Mm -hmm. do you have bees?
1: We did. And you know, it's really important for the pollinating of our fruit in our gardens. We absolutely Absolutely. need to Sometimes they mess up and they pollinate something with something else and just go, oh, I thought that was a cantaloupe.
2: But um,
1: we had bees and we had a, a year of honey. And then our goats found the bee boxes no. and had Sorry. destroyed no them during the winter. And so we lost all our bees, but oh. right across the ditch from us is a Catholic church. And that's what they do. They raise sheep and sell wool and they sell honey. Um, so they, they have lots of bees and, and we will go back to having bees, but not until we figure out a way to keep our little goats in their own little pen.
0: Oh, good those luck are, with that. Goats <laughs> are fun. I mean, they're ingenious. Fun. They're like, they, go can find out. A, they find a way to get out always. I mean, yeah, they really yeah. are like little two-year-olds that just, oh yeah, let's try this yeah um, we
1: might have to make a trade ryan
2: <laughs> yes definitely definitely <laughs> so we do our, the only other gardening thing we do is we do we have a lot of planting a lot of beds around the inn and everything but we do have a hundred hundred plant lavender garden here
0: so Yum. we have a small, have a small yes. lavender
2: garden and uh, we're planning to this year make uh, some lavender oils out of it and stuff like that
0: nice. so lavender is a
2: lot of fun too
0: we went to the botanical garden actually in Albuquerque. We've been to the botanical garden in spring, early spring, and it, it was beautiful. And we went to the Santa Fe botanical garden, and it's a small garden, but I mean you wouldn't believe what can grow. I mean that's that's what's so amazing mm-hmm. when you see what can grow in high altitudes, and um, it's a am- and you've got. Okay, you you've got Petroglyph National Monument outside your doorstep, Darlene. You've got mm-hmm. Santa Fe National Forest outside your doorstep, Ryan. Um, mm-hmm. what happens if, I want to go see the petroglyphs in the snow? I want to see that. That would be
1: Well, awesome. that you would have to be very careful and catch it at the right time. Yeah. <laughs> Albuquerque doesn't get that much snow. I mean, the Sandia Mountains do. As we would go skiing and on the way down shed your clothes so that when you get home you're in your shorts. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Um, because you need, you'd be up there skiing, but then by the time you get home, you're going to barbecue it, literally in your shorts and t-shirt. It can be that hmm. warm. When we we do get snow, I have pictures I'm going to send you where there's a foot of snow on our patio. But like Ryan said, once the sun comes out, you know, we're high altitude and intense sun. And once it comes out, it melts. It doesn't stay hmm. cold enough, long enough. Now Santa Fe, I think it's more snow than we do. Of course, you're a couple thousand feet higher, but um, it goes away so quickly you have mm. to run out there and enjoy it right then we'd get our kids up in the morning and before school and put their only snowsuit on and just stuff a minute and send them out there so they could see snow before it melted because it'd be mm. melting as they go to school and it's a
0: snow and you're not allowed to grow because you only get to see it once a year <laughs> It is. is. It. You know and, something
1: I it. about when you said about uh, growing things and you mentioned it again is that New Mexico really should have a little extra theme called uh, just add water. <laughs> you know, because we, all of a sudden we'll get a little bit, a tiny drop of rain, and then the weeds just like oh, come yeah. around that you didn't know had a seed in it. I, I think it's the same for you, wouldn't it be, Ryan? Oh,
2: yeah, stuff. We we got the, the fire hydrant opened in like second or third week in June this year, <laughs> and everything grew like a foot overnight, and it's like, Things were growing, they were growing slow, like things that are, like garden beds that are irrigated and then just everything just went boom. And now, I mean, most most plants, flowers and everything, we've had so much rain this year. Just That's like, awesome, though. We needed things it. are taller than me. I mean. Well,
1: <laughs> well, you need it for the tumbleweeds.
2: Oh, for you sure. have yeah. to
1: see the picture, Lisa and Nancy. It's, and <clears> Ryan, <throat> I'm sure you've seen it. On our I-25 or I-40, no, yeah, I-40 during the holidays. There's a huge giant snowman that they put on the freeway. And it's actually wow. tumbleweeds that they've spray painted white and put a hat on it and made a snowman. Out of.
2: I drive wow. past that every year purposely because I think that's so cool down there. And
1: that's very you know, cool.
2: Talking about temperature, that's it's up. so weird. You can have we could have snow on the ground up here in Santa Fe. You drive down to Albuquerque, you need to have a short sleeve shirt that day that's in it, January.
0: That's that's crazy. So, can people get to you easily? That's something when you think about. You know, it's so funny because we're used to being in the Southwest and you know in that portion of the country, and then we went to the Midwest in December and learned when the snow co- <laughs> snow comes and the sun comes yeah. out, the sun doesn't melt the snow; it creates ice, and so you do need to start shoveling, and you you must have toddies. It's the only way to survive winter up in those. You know about that being in Pennsylvania. You this mm-hmm. is not the same. Beast. Tiny, and so man. And then it starts like as we travel we're like, okay, it, I mean, can we get there? Can we physically get to the destination and are we going to freeze going there? Because there's times you even pull over at a rest area and you don't even want to get out of your car. You're like, you know, sometimes you just Sometimes you, know, you can't. You, it's like I don't want to do it. So I'm just saying, everybody go to the southwest at this time of year. Go to New Mexico. It's a good time because you can get there pretty easily to Santa Fe and Albu- Albuquerque. I know you're you're easy but santa fe yeah you're pretty easy to get to right
2: no problem and i mean i know darlene you're really close to the airport in albuquerque and um you know santa fe, albuquerque airport is less than an hour from our inn, and uh, we also have an airport in santa fe that's 15 20 minutes away from our end and hmm. there's probably you know, seven or eight flights that come in a day but they're getting ready to do a pretty big renovation to the santa fe airport here soon hmm. To uh, make it bigger, um, but not a problem. And always, the car rental companies always recommend a four-wheel drive car. It's not really necessary, even in Santa Fe, but you know they got to do their upsell somewhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: but if they want to go up into the mountain, yeah, they would, and go to some of the summer ski areas. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: They yeah. probably would want something like that. It's New Mexico really is an all-season state. Because even a lot of the activities you do in the summertime, you can still do in the wintertime. Oh, sure. you just mm. they're not as crowded and they're not as hot. <laughs> but you yeah. can still it's a state where it doesn't close down like up north. I would mm-hmm. where and my husband you lived could, up in Boston and was different.
2: You could ski yeah. in Taos. in the morning, you could start yeah. skiing in towels. You can come <laughs> to Santa Fe for lunch, stroll around the plaza, and you can finish off your day in Albuquerque and be on the t- fire and <laughs> yes. it, we're we're a state that has four seasons pretty much all winter long which is such an interesting part yeah, of nice. place.
0: you know because yeah you know we used to go to silver city a lot and we still every, we were there last year too and every time we get a chance to go there we do we love it because of the gila you know national forest and um the cliff mm. dwellings and then the art community and it's just it's growing you know it's 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 been awesome over the years to i think it was the first new mexico community we started covering in the magazine and just watching it develop but keep its charm and i think you know when they say new mexico true the state has done an excellent excellent job at keeping its authenticity of its culture its heritage its natural beauty and i think that's always a fight for communities and states to have because you know you're Your community has to be together to be able to make that happen politically. I'm not going to talk Mm -hmm. politics, but you know what I mean? It's something to keep who you are. And, you know, when you do go through the state, you know, driving up like from silver city, going through all the art and all the public art into Albuquerque through the mountains, you know, all the natural areas, um, it's so and, and going all the way up to Taos. I mean, we did hit snow in Taos and we did, Nancy and I got ourselves twirled around because we didn't listen <laughs> about four wheel drive. I'm just saying I, we had a good time. And was we, didn't, fun, though. We, we no, we we stayed at dream, dream catcher bed and breakfast when we're up there. Beautiful. And it was, it was, um, the end of it, early, early spring. And um, like end of February, I think we went up there and we went through the forest and it was snowy and beautiful and melting. And um, Nancy, yeah, you got us in trouble telling me to go down a road I shouldn't. (laughs) I'm like, oh, let's take this road. Look, it's so cool. And whoopsie. And we won't talk what happened to the undercarriage of the car. But anyway. Yeah. Well, we got out. Yeah.
1: Well, we'll still have snow even into April. We've had a snow in late April, even. It's just that I know for here at the farm, we have flowers that
0: start blooming the end of January. See, that's like Tucson, That because you guys are kind. Ah. No, you're not really. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, that's. I remember being in Gallup, New Mexico in July, and we were staying at an independent hotel. And I said to them, you know, it's really hot. And, you know, is there a way to put like AC on or whatever? He goes, you're about to drop temperature. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm used to like, you know. It was July and it went down to like the 40s, 50s at night. And I'm like, how did that happen? Like, he's just like, open your window. I'm like, what do you mean just open the window? Like, just open the window. And it was really true. So it seems like, you know, it, it's just, I think you should just always have layers when you go to New Mexico, except for layers are very
2: Layers are very important year round, not just in the mm-hmm.
0: winter. The
1: summer, because-
2: yeah, especially- you might need a jacket in the morning, and then you might need a long sleeve shirt in uh, noontime, and then by three or four, you're going to be running yeah. around with a t-shirt. So layers are important all over New Mexico uh, mm. year-round.
0: Ooh, well, that's cool. I wanted to bring up Christmas because when you are in New Mexico, you're asked, do you want red, green or Christmas? Darlene, you want to say what this is? <laughs> what am I talking about? Because we're right. talking about winter. It's a perfect it, time.
1: <laughs> it's all year long. Yep, you go to a New Mexican restaurant and they will ask you, "Which do you want, red, green, or Christmas?" and and they're talking about the chili peppers. And so there are red peppers and they have their unique flavor. They're roasted a little differently than they have the green peppers. And 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 then when they mix them together, that means you want a little bit of both sauces on there. And And it's a pretty, we have t-shirts, they sell t-shirts that say that it's quite a popular slogan. And I think you see it a lot, even in gift shops, B&B's gift shops. And I know we have food, canned food in our gift shop. And I know that we've been to your gift shop, Ryan, and and those spoons, those amazing things your wife makes. Mm -hmm. And so have her put that on one of those spoons. There's a green spoon, a red spoon, and a Christmas spoon.
2: <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, she does some things with uh, with chilies and stuff. She's a silver jewelry artist, and we have a awesome. lot of her jewelry in the, in there. But we have uh, cool. seed cards that are red chili and green chili seed cards that we sell here. Oh, and you, okay. can, you can send the card to people, and then they can plant it. And it's hatch green chilies. Oh, and that's cool. uh, they're fun but the big yeah. thing I see in town lately is uh are you team green or are you team red and that that's yeah. all over shirts now it's the big thing and you even see the the valentine day heart shirts and it's one one half it's green one half it's red and it's it's a chili and they're really cute they're selling at the shirt shops in town here oh, are nice. you team which team are you on the top and uh they're really cool
0: or you I'm on both teams. On team? <laughs> you don't know I'm ones. a Christmas girl. I want them both because they yeah, both. Well, have yeah. They true. Are
2: if good you them. talk to true, true native New Mexicans, and uh, darling can appreciate this, she probably gets this too. You you only you only I I like both depending on what I'm eating, but uh they you know true New Mexicans are either team green or team red, and it's it's highly debated here. And uh, oh wow, it, it's real,
1: definitely hot. depending on the food. Chicken. Stuff. <laughs> Pork has got to have red. Oh yeah, the, yeah.
0: Oh, Pozzoli, This is something you oh, have. Posoli. Is that pasoli that we had the last time we were in Santa Fe with pork and it had like a red sauce? Oh my God. It was so good. And then like we had to move to the next stop. But I'm like, that posoli, I haven't had that kind of toothiness, deliciousness like since we lived in Africa, that man. Really Seriously. Good. Ooh, pasoli. Yeah. Is that Christmassy? Mm-hmm. Is that a Christmas thing or a year-round thing?
2: It's Christmas, but they do it year round. It's, you know, but you talked to uh, a mama from a, from a generational family here and man, they have that on the, I swear it takes them two days to cook it. Oh, it wow. The cook it to their exact way and every family has a little different tweak on their recipe. And But mm. they bring that, the restaurants bring that, the restaurants families bring that the restaurants because one unique thing about Albuquerque and Santa Fe is we don't have a lot of chain and a lot of national restaurants. It's mostly right. independent restaurants. So Mm -hmm. it's families' recipes that they're bringing to these. And you go to Pasoli at one restaurant in Albuquerque, and then you go to try Pasoli at one restaurant in Taos or Santa Fe, and it's totally different, but it's amazing, you know.
1: Mm Wow. nice. My daughter, she puts lime in hers, which is really delicious. mm -hmm. I think a lot of places do. And um, then my sister owns a brewery restaurant, Real Bravo Brewing, and, and they... Their chef makes. He's he's from the south, and he makes an amazing pasola year round.
0: probably well, is this? A, in this is in Albuquerque. We <laughs> yeah, missed a brewery while we were in Albuquerque. did. It's an amazing brewery. I think I mentioned it before. Rio Bravo. Yeah. Brewery. Well, we we're, we're coming. We're we'll be we'll you be seeing you. Back. <laughs> Listen, we have to go to Tucson next year, so you know we're coming through New Mexico. <laughs> so we are like it's like okay, this is happening, you know. But, you know so there's you know the pasola, but then. I know tamales were always a big deal around Christmas time in mm. Southern California and in Arizona. Uh tamales got to be the same thing? It is. And then Ryan, does your dad make empanadas?
2: No, he's a pretty much straight up baker. He'll make biscochitos. Yeah. That's his that's his mm. his New Mexican thing and he'll actually um make um, biscotti with um, chilies in it and he'll make biscotti with he he'll he'll make some certain cookies he makes the italian wedding cookies but he makes them the new mexican way um but uh tamales um we make tamales not not for our guests because i think a tamale at breakfast might be a little weird but (laughs) but um we make tamales for ourselves and it's a long whole day process because we make it to the traditional way and um tamales mm-hmm. are really important at christmas uh in santa fe i don't know as much about how, how important they are in albuquerque but but yeah, they're um they're pretty if you go to someone's house for a christmas celebration there's going to be a pot of tamales there no doubt about
0: it yes. mm. nice though so the tamale, i mean because that's the corn and that's all baked inside mm-hmm. right with the maize and mm-hmm. everything in there mm.
2: man yeah, okay see the, this the is day. what
0: happens you get hungry this, this is and I, I want to say that everyone, January 6th is New Mexico Statehood Day. So that is a good day. I think it should be Nas- National Biscochito Day. <laughs> everyone should be making the cookies because no matter where you are in the world, you can make the cookies and have a taste mm-hmm. of New Mexico, oh, sure. right? And make sure you go to New Mexico. So I think New Mex- January 6th, everyone should just drive to New Mexico. <laughs> fly and drive in you. it should be like the national travel to New Mexico at our City. New
2: Year's Eve celebration on the plaza we um we give out Biscuchitos, coffee and tea for free in town so oh, nice. kind of like That's a nice. celebration uh in town that we do with tons and tons of fireworks that we shoot off of the uh one of the hotels downtown and <laughs> they, they're the umbrella the uh the botanical or the um the basilica downtown and uh it's mm. just it's beautiful and um taos does a similar uh celebration uh to end up there too where they do uh, they hand out um and coffee and tea and stuff like that
0: mm. and you talk about the plaza what's the plaza like in because i know we've been to taos we've been to santa fe mm-hmm. we've uh silver city doesn't it has a downtown not so much a plaza but um what about Albuquerque's, pla- we've been there and it's beautiful and I can, and I remember it was in spring and it was, you know, we went to dinner downtown, we walked from Bodger Mansion and it was all lit up and I'm like, oh, this is magical, twinkly lights, mm-hmm. you know, and all of that. So the downtown has got to be um, like the plaza, old town plaza has got to be just.
1: It awesome. is, it's stunning. Now Christmas Eve is specifically the luminarias, farlitos, uh, you walk through Old Town, it will only be the bags with the candles in them. But one thing I think is really beautiful is Santa Fe's trees, the multicolored lights of the plaza in Santa Fe. It, it, and so the the two plazas are really different, and, but yet they're both so stunning and the way mm. they decorate and share. Um, so you really have to experience, we have our guests experience both and they're staying here for a night and they're going to santa fe the next night and they say so if we've been to one do we need to make time to go to the other i said yeah you really do because mm-hmm. it's almost like city mouse country mouse in a way but yeah. there's a different flavor mm-hmm. there's a different feel it's really a different experience in the two mm-hmm.
0: i want to nice. say too about you know even when it's winter and it's chilly it's a good time mm-hmm. to go out and experience all the public art in these communities and it, it's really a time also when leaves have fallen off trees that you can see out for miles as well. But you guys have amazing public art in Santa Fe and Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And you, it's like a treasure hunt. And I can imagine also, you know, just with it being all pretty and with lights and everything, it's just gotta be magic to go and experience all the public art in the it's winter. My i, I everything encourage you do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the
1: spell, Albu- Santa Fe, has the most magical smell in the wintertime uh, because oh. the seeds do you burn yeah. that right?
2: Oh yeah, we, um, we have a couple rooms of fireplaces and we do, um, we burn, we burn pignon in them and then we have some outdoor fireplaces and uh, we burn pinyon and uh, regular cedar and wow. uh, and then downtown, you know, most of the, most of the galleries and a lot of the hotels will burn pinyon in their lobbies, so you got this nice smell of pignon here and nice. Uh, it's it's just it is magical. The lights that they do the Christmas tree lighting on the day after Thanksgiving, and it's just magical. And uh, it, it it like the whole town just turns. It's like oh now we're going to be this beautiful lit up town, and we have lighting ordinances in Santa Fe. Well, lighting ordinances don't don't apply during the holidays because we, we have all these lights. We have all these beautiful you know different laser things during in some parts of the year and um, and then we go back in January and we're, we're nice and dark because we want to protect our, our night sky again. Uh, night sky is really important in Santa Fe uh, anywhere you are because uh, they want everybody to be able to see the night sky and appreciate the stars and everything. But the, Good, just for the Good for the
0: critters. Good <laughs> for the <sure>. critters. <laughs> yes.
2: Yes. It, yes it is definitely good for the critters it protects them and uh but it's just it's just so beautiful with all the lights and it is magical and, and i've been to Old town uh during christmas and it's just beautiful there it's it's just a different kind of beautiful people say do i need to go to Taos? and i'm like yes you need to go to Taos. sure the plaza is smaller but they just do some really cool things up there and the same cool history las vegas Kit carson Mexico.
0: is bur- buried right out there i mean here's the thing you got billy the kid in the south well he's all through <laughs> yeah. he went everywhere where, right, Fort Sumner and then Sumter, Sumner, Sumter. Uh-oh, I'm gonna get it yeah, wrong. Yeah, but yeah. he's he's there, and then you can go up, you can see his house in Silver City. It's a like a replica, I should say. Then you got him in Kit Carson outside the, the you know. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, here's all these. Well, you've you've got some outlaw. We oh, we need to do an uh, outlaw show on the B&B yeah, show yeah. here. The That'd outlaws be cool. and bed and breakfast. That sounds good. <laughs> that sounds good. So Far-
2: Faralitos started with with bank, a bank robbery. That's the the okay. story the story, and then he started oh. all in the pay from a bank robbery. So wow! Yes. Oh my gosh! They, money. <laughs> the the bank robber actually stole money from a bank. Um, I'm pretty sure it was the First National Bank of Santa Fe. Well, now another bank, but it was the First National Bank of Santa Fe. And he ran off into a cave, and he lit the he he tried to uh, misdirect the people that were getting him, and he lit all these bags, and they all had money in them from what oh. he stole. And he <laughs> lit all these bags going into a cave to misdirect the people that were after him. Yeah. And uh, that's really, that's like one of the myth, if you want to call it a myth. You know, we, we don't know this 100% for sure, but it's hmm. really kind of cool that this, yeah. story, this, it's a really neat story. And that's how, that's how. Faralitos came to be and luminarias as we know them, in all parts of the country so it's uh really kind of it is a bank robbery that would just happen and that's how they tried to misdirect them and they turned into a part of christmas and part of the holiday Celebration.
0: i think that's why i thought of the ofrendas i think because it was like a giving it's an offering and so i kind of went that way but i had no idea it came from a stealing first yes (laughs) well
1: we put them up christmas eve um and maybe sometimes new year's eve but pretty much our christmas starts the day after
0: halloween and so <laughs> from one colored halloween. light from orange to red and green yeah. i mean why not i love it i love it
1: well you know it takes me literally two weeks almost to decorate um yeah. it's such an extensive decorating and so yeah wow. early and and we find a lot of people come and do their christmas shopping in november oh, and huh? helps them they like it they get in the spirit of things and they enjoy i always
0: it. say that do your holiday shopping before don't do yeah. the black friday thing go on a vacation mm-hmm. have some fun soak mm-hmm. up get and then you can get gifts that aren't on amazon no offense to amazon exactly. but like come on let's let's get some authentic stuff some and, you know real so- personal Good yeah, stuff. I mean, and there's, yeah. there's foodie things you can get, but um, everyone, thank you for joining us. Uh, Ryan and Darlene, great to have you on the show. So if you go to Santa Fe, go to bobcatin.com. If you go to Albuquerque, go to redhorsebnb.com. And of course, if you're going to New Mexico, you just really go to the website where you can see all the bed and breakfast and choose according to where you're staying. And hopefully when you go, you have a lot of time so you can do the whole state and go to all the b right? So go to mm-hmm. nmbba.com dot org. Uh, that's the website for the New Mexico Bed and Breakfast Association. We are here every, is it every second Thursday here on Big Blend Radio talking about New Mexico, which means we're just really hungry every second Thursday after this, and now we need to know. go back. So thank you so much for joining us. It's been a real pleasure. And I thank am you. literally drooling and trying not to actually. I know I'm camera. hungry now.
2: So, thank you for having us.
0: Thanks yep. so much. Mm-hmm. gracious hosts, unique lodging, and tasty cuisine. New Mexico bed and breakfasts are New Mexico true. Our innkeepers are as special as New Mexico, and we're sharing their stories. Read about them and plan your trip at nmbba.org.